Hey guys, on this episode of the XJ Talk Show, we hear about Chrysler's latest round of recalls and what their CEO has to say about GM's latest recalls. We give a shout out to some of our YouTube subscribers. We hear some voicemails and get another frightening look into Josh's subconscious. Steve 4.3 LXJ gives us another great Jeep tips about budget-friendly options to lift the front of your own Jeep. I share my new display case now holding the U.S. flag I got from Captain Dan while he was serving in Afghanistan. And Amazon You Fault What returns all on the next XJ Talk Show. news to the XJ Talk Show News Desk. Fat Boy steals 2014 Cherokee and takes cops on a slow speed pursuit. Reports say he couldn't even get it out of first gear. For the full story, stay tuned till after the show. Bienvenidos al XJ Talk Show, un podcast acerca de aventuras off-road en Jeep Cherokees y entrevistas con los que manejan y mueven el mundo de las carreras off-road. Ahora, aquí están sus presentadores, Tony y Josh. Hey, it's episode 133. I am, uh, oh, I wish I was E-Tony. I'd rather, I, I like that. It's kind of like the iPhone, the iTony. I, I should start my own company, Josh. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I like the sound of I, Josh, but I'm E, Josh. <laughs> well, you're the lucky one. Sometimes I it's guess. better to be number two than number one. Uh, you certainly get noticed more when you're number two. Um, so we're here tonight to let you guys know about uh, the XG Talk Show and, uh, of course, XGTalk.com, a forum about uh, Jeep Cherokees. That's what the XJ is. I don't know if you guys are aware, but Jeep has used two-letter designators from way back when. I guess it happened uh, with a military Jeep, didn't it? I don't know if it was, uh, was there a two-letter designator for the military Jeep, or did they just say Jeep? Uh, you know, that's a really good question. I used to know the answer to that. It was actually part of a trivia question at a Jeep show I did last summer, and now ah. I can't for the life of me remember the, rea- the right answer. <laughs> so so you don't know if there was or wasn't, or not what it was? It, well, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> okay, I'll, le- I'll let you off the spot then. Because I was thinking, be, we didn't necessarily have to know what it was, but just that there was a, uh, a two-letter designator. You know, it was so far, so long ago, I bet you it was a one-letter designator. Oh, very well. <laughs> it was probably J. Of course, yeah, we, we do well. know that there, the, the scuttlebutt is, is that Jeep actually came from the old Pie Pie commercials, uh, or I'm sorry, cartoons, where the little Jeep would uh, pop in and out. It could go anywhere. And the, the military personnel started calling it, uh, the Jeep, the military vehicle, the Jeep, so because uh, it would pop in and out everywhere. It's a, a lot of fun vehicle, as you guys are well aware of. If you don't have a Jeep, you should get one before the government bans them. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> hey, this is the XJ Talk Show, a podcast about Jeep Cherokees off-roading, the tech that you need to get you there and back. We're uh, here to promote the most uh, premier website, uh, the Jeep Cherokee XJTalk.com site, the friendliest and most helpful Jeep site on the web. XJTalk.com encourages and answers all the questions and concerns the first time Jeep owners typically have without the flaming or criticism, all while giving you the best, most in-depth articles and write-ups for repairs, modifications that take your average XJ to the next level. Now get ready. It's the XJ Talk Show, and it starts right now. First week in G. Well, Chrysler CEO Sergio Marchione comments on some recent recalls. Just not Chrysler's. Oh, but he's got lots to say, including his premonition that consumers are going to end up paying for the cost of all these recalls. In a recent interview, when asked about recent automotive industry recalls, 
Marciones had this to say about the General Motors ignition switch crisis. Quote, If this frequency of recalls becomes a norm for GM, then I think you're going to see the cost being shifted to the consumer. It will transfer itself over to the price of the vehicle. Oh, thank you for blessing us with such wise words of wisdom. Considering this is a practice used in virtually every consumer-based market worldwide. Yet it's also funny that Sergio makes no mention of the recent recalls within his own company or how the cost of those will be absorbed by Chrysler Fiat Motors, let alone if there will be any impact felt on the price of Chrysler, Jeep, or Fiat's new vehicle sales. Stay tuned. We're going to find out a little bit more about this in uh, shows coming up. And speaking of recalls, just when you thought it was safe to own a Jeep, Chrysler is recalling more than 600,000 Dodge Durango and Grand Cherokees for brake boosters that may prematurely corrode. If this occurs, the diaphragm and the brake booster can perforate and may ingest water when driving during wet weather. Should this occur, braking performance can be compromised if the water inside the brake booster freezes. If the driver, then the driver may have to apply additional force to stop the vehicle during sub-freezing driving conditions. Unexpected brake force application requirements could slow the driver's brake application reaction time and cause a crash without warning. Well, duh. <laughs> Basically, if uh, well, when you expect to to stop your Jeep when applying the brake and it doesn't, well, usually bad things are going to happen. So let me break this down for you. The brake booster will become similar to that piece of Swiss cheese on your sandwich that you had for lunch and allow water to mix with the brake fluid, which for those of you who don't know, brake fluid and water do not play well together, especially when said water freezes. So what is the fix? All involved vehicles in this action must have the brake booster inspected for corrosion. Not exactly a fix, but hey, it's a good start. Brake boosters found with excessive corrosion will be replaced and the boosters will be fitted with a shield to protect the booster crimp joints from water exposure. So basically what this means is that if your brake booster gets a case of ulcerative colitis, Chrysler is going to replace it and will give your Jeep a condom and send you on your way. So, is that Grand Cherokee or Dodge Durango in your driveway affected? Well, because it's such a large set of vehicles, it, it is advised that customers call their local dealerships uh, with their VIN number to determine whether or not the vehicle is involved in the recall. You can call Chrysler even directly at 1-800-247-9763 or the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration at one 327 4236 and make sure you guys reference the recall number P14 slash NHTSA 14V slash 154. Hey, if you'd like to submit a story to be aired on This Week in Jeep, like friend of the show and radio comtech narrator John Prerunner 1982 did with our first story, or if you have a response to any one of our stories here on This Week in Jeep, where you have a show and shine, off road show, or other Jeep related event you'd like to promote, please send an email to newstips at xjtalk.com. Josh, I'd just like to add, I've, uh, I'm rather proud of this. I've perforated a few diaphragms in my life. <laughs> XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJTalk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even... Well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. My favorite site is XJ Talk. XJ Talk. XJ Talk.com. It's where you go when you're not off road. This is Dan from the 4x4 Podcast, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show.
Hey, Jeepers, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or your MP3 player. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash xjtalkshow. And now it's time to welcome our newest YouTube subscribers. Well, the list keeps growing every week, guys. I keep saying it every week, and we very much enjoy your guys' subscriptions, and we encourage you guys to tell a friend. If you joined uh, recently, subscribed recently, or sometime in the recent past anyways, <laughs> you haven't heard your name yet, nah, just hang tight. We'll get to it eventually. We only pick four at random out of the list every given week, and, uh, well, we've got four more for you this week. In fact, uh, first on the list, Tony, who's the number one on the list tonight? Midwest Dipper. You know, you said that, and I went, oh, no, this isn't going to be hard to pronounce. we've got one here it's uh k3286s or k3286s i'm guessing i don't know reminds me of that thx movie that george lucas did and then we've got uh austin all miller all miller it's like gold miller then we've got uh one we'll to go either way either bassmaster or bassmaster 4209 i'd like bassmaster we're at 527 guys we're going to a thousand and then we're going to quit. No, no, we're not. <laughs> Amazon.com and the XJ Talk Show present You Bought What? Well, guys, we have a lot of fun with this. Every other week, we break this segment out for you and we have a little bit of fun with it. It's called Amazon You Bought What? The XJ Talk Show and Amazon have a great little relationship going on where Amazon has agreed to, well, give us a little bit of a, of a list of the things that you guys are buying. And how this works is if you go over to xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com, you're going to see an Amazon banner right there on the main page. You click on that, pops you right over to amazon.com, where you can buy anything that you'd like, anything from Jeep parts to big screen TVs even. And we've seen it before. And Amazon has agreed to, well, give us a small little kickback. It's a great way for you guys to support the XJ Talk Show, your favorite podcast, Helps us keep the lights on here, and, well, we have some fun with a list of things that you guys buy. You're not going to spend a single dime, not a red cent more for anything that you buy, but we get to see the list and, well, have some fun with it. We don't see who's buying anything, so if you guys like to throw us a curveball, and you have definitely done that in the past, well, we have some fun with it. And we've got a great list for you guys uh, this week, and you've certainly been doing a good job about clicking on those Amazon uh, links there on our main page at xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com. And, uh, well, we're going to just go ahead and dive right into this, Tony. We've got all sorts of stuff across a whole bunch of different categories, and I've got some good ones here for you tonight. Hey, I like the way this starts off, top of the list. I mean, you don't have to read that one. I was just going to mention, you know it's a good list when it starts off with Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's one here. Uh, somebody bought a um, uh, Haynes Men's Classic 5-Pack Tartan boxer in extra large plaid, even nonetheless. I saw tartan. Uh, first thing I th- I thought of was Spartan Spartan boxers. Ah. You know, th- yeah, yeah, you know, it'd be interesting to see. Well, has a little more like a speedo. I thought, but anyway, whatever. I was thinking it had like a pattern, maybe little swords on there. Oh, yeah, I saw the plaid and it kind of threw me off there for a second. Well, but it, uh, is tartan a, is tartan a color pattern? That's that's like, a really good question. That's like one of those women colors, like mauve or something, which is kind of a I'm pink or something. I'm going to stick with Spartan. Spartan boxers. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, I'm sitting here talking, not thinking about what I'm going to read. Oh, here is a Mopar. I'm going to read this. 520-88808AB yeah. upper ball joint. So I don't know what that goes to, but it 
may go to a Jeep, which we always love seeing Jeep parts bought on here because it's a it's a Jeep show. Oh, absolutely. And we don't need to go too much in more depth with uh, any more ball joint talk. But uh, uh, there's complaints <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> so here's one in the, in the automotive category. Another one here. It's the Kurt Manufacturing 55354 T connector. And uh, I think that's the that's the one. Well, it, Kurt Manufacturing, they do all the, the tow hitches and, and stuff like that. So obviously this is something along the lines of a trailer harness or something uh, along those lines. So, so, yeah, that makes sense. But nonetheless, I mean, that's a that's a $30 purchase. We thank you for that. And, uh, ooh, here's some nice stuff. An LED 4-inch round spotlight off-road rack bar mm. lighting, 4x4 trucks, ATV, UTV, Rhino, 12-volt, 2-pack. I'm sorry, I'm getting too excited here. That's really cool, man. It's nothing better to be able to see things, although I've always been a big fan of uh, uh, <laughs> clocks, uh, wristwatches, and flashlights. So, you know, this is just like a, a mega flashlight to me. Well, I really love the LED lighting lighting technology yes. that's coming out lately, especially the off-road stuff. It's it's bright, it's powerful, it looks awesome, and somebody got one heck of a deal on a four-inch round LED spotlight, so thank you for that. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. We've got, well, check this out, 500-foot bulk Cat5 Ethernet cable. Uh, it's a pull box, so it's basically one big, huge roll of 500 feet of Cat5 waterproof outdoor direct burial Ooh. cable so somebody is going to be running cable or an, uh, an ethernet connection unless from the house out to their man cave in the back 40 well you know you can also use this because uh, this little light bulb went off in my head when it was uh, waterproof outdoor uh, i can actually uh, use that to hook up a camera a security camera on mm. uh, on the uh, the little utility building in the back and run it under the ground and up up you know to the camera now you can do wireless, but anybody that wants to could actually, you know, monitor that uh, that camera, even if you've got a, a a password on it. So why go Wi-Fi when you can go wired? It's it's going to go be faster anyway. So that's I'm going to be watching that. 500 feet, I could run that over to the neighbor's house. I was just going to say, it'd be a great way <laughs> to steal cable from your uh, or internet from your neighbor. But no, no, don't do that. Don't I, do that. You know, that's not a bad price for a Cat 5e is uh, up to is good up to a gigabit. So anyway, mm. uh, nerd nerd info. So uh, yeah. here's somebody uh, that uh, this is probably a uh, probably for a computer system, maybe a server, CyberPower, uh, intelligent LCD series UPS, uh, 1,000 volt amps, 600 watts. So uh, uh, oh, AVR mini tower. You know, I wish somebody would sell one of these things in a rack mount, but rack mount tells these companies it's going to be for a business, and they want uh, 500 to 1,000 dollars for it every time. It's it's such a such a scam. You know, I don't have any idea what that stuff is. I know what a UPS is, so I'm guessing this is some kind of a battery backup, yeah. but it's uh, it's a tower mount of some kind or another, I'm guessing. Mini tower, it, just, uh, it stands up next to your computer. Uh, if you've got a tower, okay. it stands next to it. has a little LCD display, so you can uh, see how much mm. power draw you have. I've got one on uh, my, uh, my new PC here. Very fancy. Well, it looks like somebody has been uh, taking care of their personal health here. Recently, we've got a Kirkland brand signature maximum strength, a maximum strength vitamin D3, 2000 IUs. Uh, that's uh, the, the strength of those. A 600 soft gel bottle. They also got a 500 count of the multivitamins to go with that. So uh, somebody is definitely um, upping their supplements. You know, it's amazing to me. Anything, pretty much anything you can find, anything you'd want to find, you can find on Amazon. And some things I was surprised people found in our, our past uh, curveballs that you were alluding to. 
Uh, I did not know that Amazon sold those things. Seriously, I really didn't. I didn't do, it wasn't like National Geographic where you put it it away real quick when you're like eight years old. Uh, I I did not know that was in there. Um, So uh, here we go with uh, finding anything, a Mach 3 turbo refill cartridge blades. Oh my God, these things are hugely expensive. And you know, I thought there was going to be a lot cheaper. Maybe they are, but $36.90 for a pack of two? I mean, yeah, razor blades are getting ridiculous. This is a I mean, scam. I mean, come on. This is why people, another reason why I hate shaving is because it just costs so damn much. Well, hey, speaking of high dollar items, man, somebody really dropped a good chunk of change here. This is a, this is a $120 purchase and it's a shop vac, actual real uh, to life shop vac. 6.5 peak horsepower ultra pro series 12 gallon wet or dry vacuum with detachable blower yes <laughs> nothing like having your blower detachable <laughs> and uh, oh here's uh in honor to, uh, of our ham radio segments this is a cb ish uh it's a fire stick uh, ss 174 stainless steel hood trunk channel mount so uh, somebody's mounting, uh, going to be mounting an antenna uh, right there into the next to the hood. And, you know, the nice thing about that is I don't particularly care the way for the way that looks, but the nice thing about that is is you can keep an eye on your antenna. Uh, it uh, when you're guiding the nose of that Jeep through uh, treacherous terrain, uh, you can kind of protect your antenna at the same time. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, some people don't really care. But uh, I like to wrap mine up, Tony. I'm sorry. I like to. I like to protect my antenna with a good prophylactic. <laughs> well, you know, it would work just fine. Now, finding one that size might <laughs> be a problem. You may have to roll your own. Oh, boy. <laughs> roll your own. I love it. Yeah, no, this was actually an active, uh, well, semi-active, semi-recent uh, uh, topic over at xjtalk.com. I think I know this is definitely one of our XJ Talk um, uh, active members that they were. there was a huge discussion about how to mount a CB antenna, where to mount it, all that sort of stuff. And, and I, I, I think I've got the same kind of mount. I don't know if mine's a fire stick brand, uh, but it's, it's the same stainless steel hood trunk channel mount that I have my own CB antenna mounted with. So good purchase. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Uh, we've got an eight cup food processor by Hamilton beach. Uh, this one is in the black variety and, uh, well, it's just 28 bucks and that's a good brand and uh, something, well, good to have on your counter. And I think we'll wrap it up here with this. Uh, shoes, Asics Men's Split Second 9 Wrestling Shoe. Black, white, silver. I wish I knew which one it was. Oh, maybe it's all three. <laughs> Size 9. So uh, that was 40, $46. You know, tennis shoes. I understand tennis shoes have been expensive for years, but come on. it's, it's it shouldn't be that, that much, especially when they're made over in the third world. But that was uh, $46.68. And irregardless of the price, we appreciate it. Every one of those things that you guys have taken the time to go out there and uh, go to Amazon and purchase from uh, from them and giving us our little kickback. We just found out what you bought. Oh my God, I just can't believe that made it on the list. Well, guys, this part of the XJ Talk Show is brought to you by Audible.com. If you like podcasts, and we know you do, you're listening to one of the best ones on the web. There's a good chance you're going to like audiobooks, too, especially if you're busy like Tony and I, and you don't have time to read those pesky books. Hey, besides, reading a book in traffic is going to be bad for your health. Believe me, I've tried. You don't want to know how it ends. Audible.com has over 150,000 titles across 
any imaginable topic from tech to sci-fi, fiction to fantasy, and yeah, they even got some Jeep stuff too. To get you started, the XJ Talk Show has got your hookup. Just go to audibletrial.com slash XJ Talk Show and instantly get one free title of your choice. That's right, anything you want off their website for absolutely free. Who says you can't get something for nothing? It's audibletrial.com slash XJ Talk Show. Yep, yep. I got to, you know, I get, I need to get me a book. Uh, I've been having uh, trouble getting caught up with all the podcasts. I had uh, my uh, my podcast uh, 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 app on my phone was only uh, keeping like five shows uh, of all uh-huh. the podcasts. So a lot of them were rolling off before I had a chance to uh, listen to them. So I fixed yes. that, and now I'm I'm kind of far behind. But uh, but anyway, hey, it's time for our chit chat section, Josh, and my favorite part of the show because we get to talk a lot. <laughs> yes, no. And I've got some stuff to talk about. In fact, um, recently, uh, I've told you guys about uh, about how I've been neglecting my Jeep uh, lately. And uh, and it's it's no fun, guys. I'm not I'm not very proud of it. But uh, I have been making some progress. In fact, um, I had some stuff. Uh, I got some some good amount of work done and uh, had some uh, had some assist with a buddy. And uh, right actually right now, as we speak, my Jeep is over at somebody else's house. It's in a, it's in his driveway, and he's taking care of some of the welding for me that I've been uh, unable to do successfully uh, because of the the voltage of my welder and my inexperience. Uh, and he's he's done uh, done me a solid and said, "Yeah, dude, I will help you out and uh, and take care of that for you." He's uh, he's the one who did uh, a lot of the welding on my own Jeep or on my on my uh, winch bumper. Um, I've helped him out quite a bit with some other stuff. And uh, for those of you watching the live show right now. You can actually see a picture of my Jeep uh, kind of torn apart uh, over in somebody else's driveway right now, and it's getting worked on. Yeah, he's helped me out with that welding that, that I was unable to do. <laughs> You're and, clarity uh, and clear, Josh. Yeah, clarity. Yeah, you see that nice in-focus camera there? Yeah. <laughs> now it's anyways, fine. <laughs> uh, he's, he's got some uh, some 3 inch plate um, that we're uh, putting on the frame rail, or the unibody, uh, and remounting that track bar uh, that, that track bar mount. So and, did, did uh, you get it over there with the, uh, the ratchet straps? No, oh boy. No, because, um, <laughs> you <laughs> can tell you a story. You, you can see it just washing over you like, Oh no. <laughs> so, uh, in my garage, I, I had, I had cut the bracket clean off. Now, when I came down off the mountain after, after this, a uh, little bit of carnage, it was still held on by just a few tack welds and a little piece of sheet metal. The track bar was there. It really wasn't doing anything. It was like three-quarter float. And so I, you know, ratchet strapped it up there just to kind of keep it so that it wouldn't fall down into the rest of the steering linkage and prevent me, prevent me from steering altogether. So it was an interesting drive home nonetheless. So when I got here and I, you know, I cut everything off, started grinding things down, welding holes and, and, and stuff like that. So my track bar was sitting on the garage floor. The mount was sitting on the garage floor. There, when I drove it over there, he he only lives about maybe two or three miles from me, so it's not that bad. It's you know arterial road down in a couple of turns, and uh, yeah, but and it's, it's the really turns. That's the turns that would be the the problem. <laughs> no, in fact, the turns weren't so bad. I you know it's it definitely takes a lot more turning. You know, like a good almost two full turns to make it around a corner um, of the string wheel, but but no, that that wasn't the problem. Tony, it was the manholes and the potholes oh, and the other gee. little divots and bumps and grooves in the road that I had a horrible time with. Now, as I was coming down from the mountain, I could maintain about a 35 or 45 mile per hour speed, hit a couple of bumps or turtles in the road or, you know, things like that without too much difficulty. 
but I tell you what, when that track bar was fully removed, completely removed from the vehicle, I tell you what, it was open season on death wobble. And I, I had to pull the Jeep over several times just to get it there because, you know, I'm doing like 25, 30 miles an hour. Oh, no, the pothole. And, you know, off to the side of the road I go and string wheel going back and forth. Tires are smoking because the axle's moving back and forth underneath the vehicle violently. Uh, yeah, it was it was very very sketchy. And uh, but I got it over there, no no problems. I had a few people honk at me, and definitely a lot of people looking <laughs> my direction. But uh, there was no fingers, no gunfire. So hey, you know I probably can't complain too much. Hey, but, do you know you got a uh, problem with your Jeep? <laughs> it's almost as good as hey, you got a flat tire. <laughs> Yeah, no S Sherlock. Thanks for pointing that out. So you are yeah, insane. So, but no, it was, it I didn't was, think I didn't think a Jeep could be driven without a track bar. That is just insane. That is that is Patrick uh PC PRC Jeeper insane. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I uh you know I was I was very cautious, you know, hazards on the whole time and everything. Guys, no, believe me, you don't want to do this. Uh-uh. I, I only I only did it because it was mostly downhill. It was uh, like seriously just like <laughs> okay. two miles away. Downhill uh, sounds worse to me. I don't know. <laughs> just, maybe it's just me. First off, kids, don't try this at home. <laughs> not try this at home. Guys, I don't recommend it. Obviously, if you're in an emergency situation, you've got no choice, but that's what, you know, vice grips and duct tape and JB weld and ratchet straps are for. And, you know, hopefully uh, you've, you know, heard some of our previous Jeep tips about, you know, how to do some emergency welding on the trail if you, if you run into that sort of situation. But I, please, I'm not condoning this sort of behavior. It was just more out of a necessity <laughs> than, than anything. Uh, you must absolutely have a track bar on your vehicle at all times, hooked up and solid uh, if you are to drive your Jeep safely <laughs> and, anywhere. And they won't inspect it if it doesn't have one, so don't take it to the inspection with it off just to be funny. <laughs> yeah, right. So I, uh, but, but I got it there all in one piece and everything, and uh, we went over the game plan, probably spent about a half hour kind of going over things, and then I actually popped over there tonight after work uh, before I came home, and, uh, and we're kind of going over. He had some prep, more prep work done. Um, had, a had some, you know, some uh, Sharpie marks, some sketches done on the unibody of, you know, kind of where things are going to be laid out and all that. And we've actually been, um, he's been texting me and, and going over, uh, going over some things, uh, here during the show. He's actually just sent me a, another picture here. I'm going to put up in, in awesome, uh, you know, 2020 focus here for you guys of him mocking up that, uh, that track bar mount into position. What is that so, thing at the bottom? It looked like a, a seal for the axle tube. Is, is that the, is it that angle or? Uh, it's, it's probably, well, no, see, let me see if I bring it back up to the camera here. So, um, you know, what you're seeing down there is actually the, the retainer for the coil spring. Right. Um, that's the bracket up there. I know this is awesome podcast here for you guys. What is that right there? there? There's the track bar itself. Oh, okay. The mount is up there and up here is the unibody or, you know. Oh, okay. So is this looking from the front, uh, back? Yes. Yeah. This is looking at that from the front back and. And uh, you can actually, I don't know if it'll come into focus, but you can actually see no, a little good. bit of the angle iron that, that he uh, has chosen to weld on there, three sixteenths inch angle iron welded to the face and the underside of the unibody, uh, which the mount will then be mounted to that. So uh, I'm very cool. excited. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this is all going to turn out and everything and, and uh, very, very anxious to get it back on the trail you know, for I, some shakedown. I can't help but think it's going to drive a lot better with the track bar. So... Uh, just, well, just keeping it, just keeping sure it on there, will. just keeping it on there is going to be your challenge. So are you going to use the crush yeah. leaves that we were talking about, or, uh, you just go in with the, the plate and uh, welding straight to the thing and leaving it empty just, inside, leaving the beer can uh, empty. 
Yeah, just uh, it, it's leaving the beer can empty uh, for now. Uh, I am going to tie one side to the other, uh, you know, with a brace going from the driver's side to the passenger side, uh, the unibody. So there will be there'll be that. It is not quite a crush sleeve, but definitely more of a tie-in mm-hmm. to bring the whole system kind of. It'll almost that'll, be a fully triangulated system when everything's all said and done. That'll probably take care of it for you. And of course, if you have any more problems with the the where it's tied into the unibody. You can always drill it out and put the the crushed leaves in there later. That's right. Yeah. So and that was, grinding, grinding some welds down and, and going from there. So, yeah. uh, so what's what's going on in the in the world of Tony? What do you got going on with your own Jeep life? Well, you know things are going pretty good. Uh, I uh, I still have a bit of an oil leak, uh, and uh, I remember I don't know if we're, we're, you remember us talking about the uh, the weird smoking of oil in this brand new engine that's less than two years old. I think what happened was. Um, there is a, a sizable difference in the oil level on the stick between starting the Jeep up, backing it out of the garage, and turning it off and checking it, or it being uh, it sitting for a few hours and checking it. I've, I've mm-hmm. kind of learned that what I need to do is uh, let the uh, let it be basically the engine be cold and have all the oil trickle back down and check it. So I think what I was doing since I was checking it. Uh, after I had injected oil up into the top of the engine, I was putting too much oil in it because mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. I can tell, I haven't had any more smoking issues. I think the oil level was just getting it too high and then uh, pushing too much oil up at the top and getting down uh, through the valve seats and, and you know burning some oil. But I'm still having a bit of an oil issue. Uh, I, I, I wind up uh, uh, putting oil in it maybe once every couple of weeks. Uh, this It'll get more exciting here in a second, Josh. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was just yawning there for a second. I, I believe me, it's not out of boredom. <laughs> no, I understand. I think it's been a busy week for you. It's uh, probably why I couldn't uh, get a hold of you during the week. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, that that's good. Now, uh, one of the big things, uh, the most recent uh, big thing that I uh, I told you guys about was uh, whenever I got uh, this flag and this document uh, from Afghanistan, Dan uh, Captain Dan Cole. Uh, of the 4x4 podcast, who, by the way, is now back home with his family, safe, oh, safe and sound. I mean, I guess if he was uh, living in Detroit, Detroit, it wouldn't be safe and sound as much uh, as Afghanistan is, but I digress. Uh, but anyway, as you remember, I got this, and I think it was actually the day that I received this. Uh, I went on Amazon and tried to find me a nice case uh, to put this in. I figured there was one for the flag, but I did not know they had them for the flag and the document and uh, badges uh, that uh, are, are medals or anything that you, you may have. So uh, I was real happy to find a case, that uh, uh, a nice wood uh, glass enclosed case that I could mount both the document and the flag in. And uh, this came in just a couple of days ago. Now, uh, the uh, aspect ratio is wrong. <laughs> I'll just take that right off the top of the the top of the uh, there but uh, so the uh, uh, it was really funny because I uh, took a picture of this I got the flag and the document in there and the badge that uh, uh, Dan had sent me along with it uh, the patch I should say and uh, I had it uh, I put up a picture of it very proud to be able to display this and, and post it up mm-hmm. on Facebook and everywhere and uh, Dan says hey you got the uh, patches wrong and because uh, when he had sent it, it was stuck to the flag because it has Velcro on the back. And the uh, it's actually, I thought it was one patch, but it's actually two patches. And it makes sense because cool. you have the one that goes over the top and then the one that goes uh, below it. 
I believe that's the way he said it was set up. So I actually had to open this thing back up and uh, pull the uh, the patches out, uh, 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 set them up the way I think he had described, and uh, I grabbed a little U.S. flag uh, patch that uh, I had bought some time ago and stuck in there and uh, did that. So it is now a, a great little uh, display. I need to... Uh, my wife was saying, just hang it on the wall and I, with a nail and the little hook. And I said, no, <laughs> no <laughs> this is pretty no. heavy. I don't want it to fall. Uh, I'm sure the items would be fine, but I didn't want to break the glass and, and take any risks there. So I'm going to be using molly bolts or at least one molly bolt to uh, affix this to the wall. And uh, again, thank you very much, uh, Dan, for uh, thinking of me and taking the time to uh, send this thing all the way from Afghanistan. Guys, uh, hopefully Tony's has this up on the xjtalk.com Facebook page. I know he's got it up on his own personal Google+. Uh, it's actually being displayed right now on the uh, on the YouTube uh, channel that we're broadcasting on. Uh, and Tony, that just looks amazing. I mean, the, the shots that you had when you first got it, you know, with the envelope, the document, the flag, and the, and the badge and everything. I mean, that was I mean, very touching and, and, and emotional into itself. But seeing this right now in, uh, fully displayed in all of its glory, and that is a marvelous case, by the way. Just absolutely stunning. Yeah, it is very uh, nice. And guys, so I'm, I'm just going to take a, just a brief second to describe it here for you. It's it's a beautiful wood uh, case. It's it's inset uh, with it has it has wood trim on the inside for both the document as well as the triangular shape for the flag itself. The flag is down uh, on the bottom side. The document is up on the on the on the upper side. He's got the U.S. flag to the left and the uh, the Mountain Infantry Division uh, badges on the right hand side. Uh, just absolutely beautiful, Tony. Great choice for a case. Uh, I don't I don't think you could have picked anything better for that. Just absolutely marvelous. Yeah, you know these things were running a, as high as three hundred bucks, uh, and uh, it, I, I kind of get the feeling that sometimes that's uh, they do these things because it's an emotional type purchase. Um, so, uh, but I was able to find this one for 80 and, uh, you know, I think that's a, that's a good chunk of change, but for something that is, the quality is very nice on this thing. The wood has a nice dark color. I know some people like the oak, uh, the lighter oak, but I've always liked the dark woods, the mahoganies and, uh, the, uh, you know, all that kind of thing. So that works out really well, but, uh, very proud to have that in the house and, uh, very unexpected. And I'll remind you guys. It, uh, it was delivered by the U.S. Postal Service on Memorial Day weekend. Oh, absolutely fantastic. May I ask where in the house you have it? Right now, uh, it is uh, sitting on top of a display case that my wife has all her little knick-knack, trinket, glass, blah, 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 precious moments, you name it type thing. And okay. uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I think I may have mentioned, uh, I, I was planning on putting it here in the uh, my home office so I could look at it <laughs> whenever yeah. I wanted to. Maybe over here next to the rack of guns. Uh, but uh, <laughs> my uh, my wife and oldest daughter were so excited about it, and they were talking about where they were going to put it. Uh, I'll probably just defer to where where they want to put it, unless it's uh, uh, someplace too low, you know, because they're all shorter than me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I don't want any munchkins grabbing the damn thing either, so... Oh. Oh, no, definitely. Well, uh, thanks again, Tony, for sharing that. And big thanks again to, uh, to, to Dan Cole for, uh, for shipping that out. Just absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but it, uh, Dan Cole, the four by four podcast, if you uh, don't listen to that podcast, you should, uh, Dan recently, uh, we, we recently played a, uh, a past interview with Dan, 
Uh, and uh, we put that as one of our rebroadcast uh, midweek repli- uh, midweek fixes. And uh, Dan uh, was a, a good guy, and he actually put that same uh, link up on the 4x4 podcast. And oh, cool. we had the most downloads we have ever had <laughs> because Dan put that up on his site. I mean, it was a, a lot of downloads, and we, we really appreciate that. Oh, very good. Well, thanks again, Dan. So, anywho, uh, Jeep-wise, I guess I'm doing pretty good. Um, I need to put the, uh, I still need to put the, uh, uh, well, I haven't done the onboard air system yet. Um, some other things have come up, and uh, man, it always seems like there's something that somebody wants to do on the weekend that uh, yeah. doesn't, Boy, don't cor- doesn't correspond with uh, going out there and spending uh, hours uh, underneath the Jeep. Uh, which on, you know, when you think about it, that's not so bad, but it's nice to be done and have it working and uh, have that air horn, that 120 decibel air horn to say, I cannot wait for the, for the demos and the videos to start rolling in with the, with you with a dash cam and 120 (laughs) decibel air horn. I'm sorry, folks. This is just going to be comedy gold. That's going to be spewing forth from the, from the xjtalk.com YouTube channel here. As soon as Tony actually gets that installed, it's going to be epic. Well, I have to get the, uh, the, the cam, uh, the dash cam on the back of the Jeep too. So that whenever I get pulled over for using, <laughs> you see the finger going up. <laughs> well, no, you. when I get pulled over by the cop, <laughs> you'll be able to see the cop <laughs> coming up and then the audio of him saying, he said, no, you can't do that, sir. <laughs> the cop walking up to the side and going, Hey, nice Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. is that your website on the side yeah okay thanks here you go no anyway here's your ticket <laughs> no no actually I, I think i mentioned this on several episodes back it was probably three three or so years ago i got pulled over for like doing 20 over <laughs> and the guy the guy was cool he talked to me for a good 30 minutes uh about the jeep and then uh the last five minutes was uh, talking about uh what he was going to write me up for uh in a warning ticket he says because oh, okay. i can't give you a warning for the speed because my sergeant would want to know why i didn't give you a ticket <laughs> so yeah he was an ex uh, cherokee owner so i told him i said oh, well, that's kind of cool i told him i said man you should should never have gotten rid of that he goes i know i know but anyway <laughs> So anyway, let's uh, get to our voicemail. It's always fun and uh, uh, true to his nature. Nikki G has uh, given us another uh, a couple of great uh, voicemails. Now it was a little muffled to me, so you guys may have to play pay close attention to what Nikki's saying here. Hey, this is Tony, and this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our twenty four seven voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, this is Mickey D. And uh, hats off to Zach for being the first one to uh, bite the bullet and uh, get in a new uh, Cherokee. Way to take one for the team. (laughs) Yeah, no Uh, doubt. uh, Let's make some old episodes now. How is that Jeep related? Because it is a Jeep podcast. And uh, it finally dawned on me. It's not saying gobble, gobble, gobble. It's saying wobble, wobble, wobble. (laughs) Which everybody who owns a Jeep knows what death wobble is. So, uh, speaking of turkey theme, 
I'm no longer going to refer to uh, Josh's steering system as a one-ton over-the-knuckle steering system. I want to call it the one-ton over-the-giblet steering system. Long drum stick suspension later. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. You guys have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Very good, Nikki. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's uh, very aptly named uh, for everything I've been having to go through with that. So yeah, nicely done, Nikki. Uh, Nikki sounded tired. Uh, he might need to remove the uh, the aluminum, aluminum foil hat and, and recharge a bit. Mm. <laughs> hey guys, this is uh, K two. I was just wondering. Um, I was thinking about taking the doors off my ninety uh, nine Cherokee. I was just Wondering, is that just a myth that if you take the doors off of it, the unibody will hold in half? Um, I was just wondering uh, how easy or hard that job would be and if it would be okay to do that, you know, when the weather is really hot or not. Um, but looking for some tips. Keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, I think they call that taco. I've I've made a few comments on uh, Facebook p- pictures where uh, people doing things usually jumps. It's like, uh, oh taco, I li- I <laughs> I love ye. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the unibody of the jeeps are actually fairly strong, and they're meant to flex and bend and 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 stuff a little bit. Now, taking the doors off is not going to fold. Now, despite popular belief, a four door Cherokee is uh, actually stronger than a two door Cherokee. And that's because you have an extra pillar mm-hmm. in there. And by pillar, I mean uh, it's the separation between the door and the windshield or the front door and the back door or the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So you have an A, B, C, and D pillar uh, in, in a, in a four-door Jeep Cherokee. In a two-door, well, you've only got the, the one by the windshield, the one behind the front door, and the one in the very back, A, B, and C. And so you, with an extra pillar in a four-door, the Jeep is actually stronger than a two-door a two-door model. So taking the doors off on your 99 is not going to be a, a big deal. It's not going to fold. Uh, it's not going to fold like a taco, so to speak. Now, with the new newer Cherokees, the late model Cherokees, it is a little bit more difficult because of the hinge pins and the regular and stuff with the door, uh, not to mention if you've got a, a limited or a sport or something like that, you got power windows and power locks and things like that. There's a lot more involved with it than popping the doors off on an earlier model Cherokee. So just keep that in mind when you're going about it. It can be done, and just remember, it never quite goes back exactly the same way. So if you're going to go doorless, it's one of those things where, well, it's going to be one of those semi-permanent things, and it's never going to quite act the same. Your doors aren't going to close exactly the same. There might be a little bit of a rattle, things like that. So just keep that in mind when you're going doorless on a, on a late model Cherokee. Have you considered uh, uh, doing the, uh, the hinge modification so you could take your doors off, Josh? I've thought about that. Uh, I, I like having, you know, power windows and power locks and speakers and, and, and oh, things yeah. like that. Uh, I, I like having my door seal. I live here in the Pacific Northwest. It rains an awful lot. And uh, and having that door not quite sealing or seating 100% properly uh, is just something that kind of worries me a little bit. So believe me, I would love to go doorless. Uh, but really there's only about two months out of the year that I could get away with it. And, uh, and even then I would still have to put the doors back on, uh, every now and again. So, uh, the thoughts crossed my mind, but you know, not yet. Right. Well, especially since you're, it's not your daily driver. I thought that, uh, that might happen. Well, anyway, uh, here is uh, our next, uh, Nikki G, uh, voicemail. Hey, this is Nikki G and I just caught, uh, most of the show last night and, uh, 
my guilt got all cut up and interrupted purses to use Sprint, providing crappy service. So uh, I repeated again. Well, what I wanted to say was I had an incident where I went and oh, and that uh, hey, and at Walmart. See, it, it actually is pretty funny. The <laughs> reason why I want to call in uh, this week is uh, I'm still, I love the show, but I'm still kind of disappointed in the bigotry that goes on at the staff of SJ Talk. And what's uh, most common talk about is uh, the promotion of ham radio. Uh, what about all the Jewish people out there who are forbidden from ham and any other part of the most delicious animal ever made? Uh, can, can you guys promote this to be fair? Uh, maybe something like uh, a nice lean mutton radio or maybe a pastrami radio? This uh, food for thought. Okay. Oh, there's the CEO over there, no Gibson? Gotta throw that in there. All right, guys, I'll uh, catch you. <laughs> yeah, I was a little concerned. Did you know the the beautiful thing of that uh, that voicemail was is that uh, how he emulated a bad signal on the cell phone where he was doing the chopping. That's that's hard to yeah. do. But the downside <laughs> to that is now uh, his uh, lovely wife uh, uh, Wendy, I believe, uh, now knows that he has that ability and all the times that he's been wanting to get off the phone when she was talking about, uh, why didn't you take out the garbage or why didn't you flush the toilet twice and all that stuff. She now knows that that probably wasn't a sprint cell phone problem. Oh yeah. He's letting the cat out the bag. <laughs> well guys, if you'd like to join in on the fun, leave us a voicemail just like these guys did. K2 and Nikki G always coming through Nikki G. Thank you very much for that. Give our 24 seven voicemail line a call five, three, zero, Six seven five four one zero two, and uh, well, you got about three minutes to pretty much say whatever you want. Josh, do you have any medical friends or access to any medical devices? I cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> that I may or may not. You know those little, you know those little electrodes that they put on your head and stuff. Yes, I think that if you could get some of those, it'd be a great gag for when we play the Josh's subconscious. Because oh, we, geez. you just stick it to the thing, and you know, <laughs> you could wet it first on your tongue. Yeah, stick it, pop it up there on either side, of the, you know, on the temples or oh, whatever. Oh, you know what? The- what would work out better is get one of those those rubber suction gu- uh, guns if they still sell them. I mean, you know, guns are like outlawed everywhere, and oh, yeah. uh, just just tie some wire <laughs> onto the rubber suctions and stick that under your head like it's. Uh... <laughs> anyway, we have a Josh's subconscious. Oh boy. And now, another message from Josh's subconscious. Yoo-hoo. Oh man, I can't believe somebody on Twitter wants to take out Josh's subconscious. It's so exciting. I don't get asked out on dates very often. Just let me know when so I can get my hair and my nails done. It'll be fabulous. Oh, and I guess I can take my uh, panhard bar with us so we can play with it. <laughs> and I guarantee you it'll last longer than 20 minutes. Oh well, gotta go. Toodaloo. <laughs> if you guys didn't get that, that was a a, a commentary <laughs> on uh, uh, Tim uh, UK Jeepers uh, remarks that he made on Twitter that we talked about on last show. <laughs> uh, well, night night. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh boy. You I always know, love the Josh's subconsciouses. Those are, those are a lot of fun. You know, your Jeep loves you when it rolls over and wants you to pet it on its panhard bar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's, that's so good. I don't know oh, why good. that leg's doing that, but keep doing it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeedy. <laughs> That's funny. I, it's the guy who's uh, who's doing the welding on my Jeep has uh, named his Jeep Red Rocket. Just saying. <laughs> well, uh, the the chicks will dig it. Hey, yeah. uh, so now let's talk about our reviews on Stitcher and iTunes. Josh, can you read well, it for me? Seems yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, the list is well. Oh, it's not there because it's we don't none. have any and or uh, <laughs> anything like that from Stitcher or iTunes. You guys are slacking. Come on now, you gotta uh, you know get on the horn with your friends. Tell them, hey, I know you're listening to the show. Go ahead and just leave that five star review right now. I'll wait for you. It's okay. And uh, and yeah, make sure you leave a comment as well, guys. We love the feedback. Like we said, negative or positive, as we demonstrated in episode 132, uh, with some constructive criticism that we got from one another one of our listeners. We take whatever we can get, guys. Whether it be a five star review, a four star review positive or negative or constructive criticism any case please leave a comment on stitcher or on itunes and uh well th- those five-star reviews definitely do help and i, I want to just want to say that we really really appreciate all the reviews that we have got but we love reading it we love having our egos stroked uh we'll roll over and let you pet our pan hard our pan hard bar <laughs> for a good review i don't want to sound i don't want to sound cheap here <laughs> but we'll do pretty much anything for a good review guys but and we really do like hearing the 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 feedback on things that you would like to have changed and uh if you agree with tim uh you need to let us know because that's one voice an important voice but that's one voice and it may not be everyone's so if you don't want something removed uh, from the show because one person uh speaks up you need to speak up and say you like it or you agree so that you know, we can reevaluate what we're doing here and uh, maybe come up with something better in the, in the process. Hey guys, just got a live update uh, status on my Cherokee. Uh, oh. I'll see if it'll focus. Uh, there it starts to go. Yep. The bracket is officially welded and on the Jeep now. So it uh, looks like I will have my Jeep back here this evening. Very excited. So you have to drive over there and get it or uh, is it going to be delivered? Actually, uh, shoot him a text here as uh, we roll into the next segment and uh, figure all that out right now. Cool. Cause uh, I wouldn't plan on taking the Honda. You can't be sure if it's going to be out there or not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come over to the Honda. Oh, can you bring it to me? <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, anyway, um, it's been a while since we've had a Jeep tip. And uh, as I was saying in the pre-show, we need to get with uh, Steve 4.3 LXJ and uh, get some more of these. Cause, uh, we all know uh, if you if you know Steve on xjtalk.com or uh, listening here on the uh, the podcast, uh, uh, Steve is really full of it. I'm, I'm sorry, full of a lot of good information. Josh, and, yeah, Josh, <laughs> you know what's worse than driving and texting? Being a co-host on a podcast and texting. Yeah, I know. It's, it's my Jeep. Come on. <laughs> you guys couldn't see. He's sitting there looking down. He's not paying attention. I'm telling jokes here, and I, I'm it's a it's a blank audience. All right. Anyway, this is Jeep Tip. Uh, this is uh, Steve talking uh, to us about uh, how to do a cheap front lift. And uh, you might want to dial back a few episodes, probably several, like in the 120s, uh, for the Bastard Pack uh, suggestions that he made 
uh, in uh, that Jeep tip. And now you can do with the Baster Packs and these cheap front lifts and have a, a complete lift for your Cherokee that is really on the cheap. Well, that's not it. I put that thing in the wrong place. Oh, there it is. That's what he said? Yes. <laughs> and you're thinking about the Josh's subconscious, aren't you? <laughs> and now myself. for a disclaimer. Jeep tips is for entertainment purposes only. If you choose to follow these tips, man up and take the responsibility for your own actions. If you cannot or you feel that working on your Jeep is beyond your abilities, seek the help or advice of a trained certified mechanic. Got a tip? We do. It's time for Jeep Tips. Today I'd like to talk about cheap front end lifts. And we can use some wrecking yard parts to lift the front of our XJs, but we have to kind of be a little bit smarter about it than we did with Bastard Packs. You can get about a two-inch lift by using V8 Grand Cherokee coils or V8 ZJ coils. Uh, the V8 is a little heavier and the coils have a little higher spring rate. And even though they're the same length, they will lift the front of your Jeep up about an inch and three quarters if you have a four liter. You're going to get a little more lift if you have a four cylinder or a V6 because those front ends are lighter. You can uh, sort of uh, fine tune that by grabbing the isolators, the rubber isolators that are at the top of the spring when you get those coils and those are good for about a half inch so you can stack those with the ones that you have and sort of uh, bring it wherever you want so if you wanted a real two inch lift you could use your V8 ZJ coils one more isolator and that'll give you just slightly over two inches to go with say a two inch shackle or a two inch leaf. you can use stock brake lines for this your stock track bar and not have to do anything else. Two inches, just a mild lift and no problem. Now when you uh, want to get a little taller, things change. Uh, you can use some two inch polyurethane spacers. Uh, they're available from several companies and they're not very expensive. They're about 40 bucks I think or something like that. And you can add those to your V8 ZJ coils and you can get about 3.75 inches out of it. So that's a, a good combination to go with your S10 Bastard Pack, let's say, because it'll be pretty close to even on that. But there are some other things you have to do when you go up that extra two inches. First of all, you've got to either relocate your brake lines or either get, or get some YJ brake lines and uh, put those in instead because you're uh, stock brake lines are not going to be tall or long enough anymore. So to relocate them, all you have to do is remove the screw. It's a torque screw, naturally, and uh, take that out. And there's a little bracket there that has a little tab on it that goes into uh, a hole. And that screw that you take out is a self-tapper. So you can straighten that brake line out, take the bend out of it, move it down about two inches, drill two holes, one for the tab, and one for that self-tapping screw. Reinsert the self-tapper or get one with a regular hex head on it, which would be better for you, and just screw it in, and then you have a relocated brake line. Or you can simply go get a YJ 
brake line if you need new ones anyway and put those in. Now the track bar, once you get up that high, is going to have to have a little work done on it. Now you can either buy an aftermarket track bar or you can relocate the one that you have up to an inch. So the first thing that you need to do is determine how much uh, lateral adjustment that you need out of your track bar. So what the thing to do is, is undo it and take ratchet straps or whatever you need to uh, move the Jeep over so that the axle is centered underneath it. And to figure that out, use a level, uh, just a regular two-foot carpenter's level is fine. Uh, I've got a contractor's level that I use. And uh, you need to make a measurement on both sides and adjust your ratchet straps and so forth down so that the axle is where you want it. Then what you do is you mark the new location on the axle track bar bracket. And like I say, you can get about up to an inch of relocation this way. You want to use a 3 8 drill bit and don't wobble it or try to hog it out or anything like that. You want a nice tight fit because if you get movement there, you're going to get death wobble. And uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So drill a nice tight 3 8 inch hole. Then uh, take the track bar and line it up there in the hole so that you can slip the drill bit through the new hole and through the bushing on the track bar to the back side. Then continue drilling a nice tight hole again and then you'll have your new hole ready. Now I like to use self-locking nuts on the back side of those. Uh, kind of a pain to get the wrench in there and everything but self-locking nuts are real handy because that way you don't have to worry about having your track bar bolt come undone and get a an oval hole which you'd have to repair later. So uh, after you've done that and get it all bolted up you're going to have to have a front end alignment no matter how high you go you're going to want to correct your steering wheel. You can do that at, in your own shop uh, just by making some measurements on the uh, edge of the tires and you want to have about an eighth of an inch of toe in on those tires on so that the front is, the edges are a little bit narrower than the back, about an eighth of an inch. Then you can straighten out your steering wheel. Adjustment for that is up by the uh, Pitman arm on the steering box. And then you can drive it down to your local alignment shop and get that done upright. And it'll steer nice and straight for you. Now, when you uh, do all of this, there's sort of... Uh, something you really need to pay attention to here and that's caster angle and we run into a lot of death wobble when we start doing um, these taller lifts and that's you know a, a four inch lift or three and a half inch lift is not that tall but it's tall enough that it rotates the axle forward uh, due to the geometry of the suspension links and when this happens if you've got anything that's loose up there, such as an egged out uh, uh, track bar mounting or your frame track bar is loose or you've got a loose joint in your track bar or you've got loose tie rod ends, ball joints, whatever, it's going to give you some death wobble. And if you've ever had it, you know exactly what it is. The Jeep starts shaking and 
it seems like it's just going to fly apart, although it won't. But uh, that's why they call it death wobble, because you think you're going to die. <laughs> and the only way you can stop it usually is just to slow down to almost a crawl on the side of the road and, and just let it run itself out. So when you do this lift, this junkyard lift, you've got to make sure that everything's tight on that front end. And I would recommend that after you do this and you go down the road of life, that you uh, save up your pennies and then you get some adjustable lower track bar or you can get one that's uh, the right length for your lift. But I prefer an adjustable set because at some point you may want to go higher. Everybody does. And if you... Uh, want to do that, say you want to go up another inch or something like that, you can take your adjustable track bar uh, and lengthen it out to what it needs to be, and then you won't have to buy those parts again. Now, if you do go higher than this, bear in mind that uh, even though you've got your adjustable lower links, you're going to have to get an adjustable track bar that's uh, made for this purpose, because uh, with this lift at uh, three point seven five inches uh, you've really got to the limit of what you can do with a stock track bar so if if you're going to go any higher even just a little bit you're it's going to cost you some money and you're going to have to be prepared to uh, start spending more to get that additional height now this is a, a good lift as i said to go with your s10 bastard pack which is about three and a half inches so uh, real close and uh, also remember that you can stack the coil isolators, the stock ones. They're good for about a half inch a piece. So you can fine tune your, your lift height that way. And you're going to want to experiment a little bit with it and get it just right. You probably won't have it exactly the way you want it the first time. And that's just a price that you pay when you use things like bastard packs and uh, junkyard parts you kind of end up doing things more than once. But you do save a lot of money. So if you're prepared to do this and, and spend the time with your rig, then you can have an inexpensive lift and go out and have a good time wheeling and get over some things that you might not be able to get over before. Well, we really appreciate that, Steve, and uh, always good information to have. Uh, so uh, I thought I'd jump over here uh, real quick and uh, make a comment on our uh, live viewers, Josh. I see that there's uh, some activity, and uh, you've actually been act interacting with them. Yes, I have. In fact, uh, we've got a, a couple guys uh, saying hi and chatting and all sorts of stuff. We've got friend of the show and and uh, and future interviewee Dean Murray's uh, making some comments about the the live updates that I've been giving about my Cherokee, and he's uh, he's saying uh, thanks. Or are you saying uh, uh, I'm sorry? Uh, live up, love the live updates on on your Jeep. I uh, told him thanks. Uh, you know things are happening in real time over here, and he said it looks good. So um, you know, glad to get the feedback. Thanks, Dean. So uh, I'll ask the question that Dean really wants to know. Mm -hmm. How's that throttle body coming? <laughs> yeah, one thing at a time here one thing at a time <laughs> i know yeah, so, i know you appreciate yeah. that a lot <laughs> yeah thanks bud. thanks appreciate that yeah, yeah remember, no, remember so that, that next time you have the urge to tease me about the uh, onboard air system <laughs> about the airport yeah <laughs> i deserved i had that coming 
Oh, you know what? That's the wrong one. <laughs> it sounds the same. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> Hey guys, this I was just gonna say, man. Everybody's got a story to tell, and and you know we're no professionals over here. Obviously, obviously, we're just a couple, of, <laughs> a couple of knuckleheads here with uh, microphones and 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 uh, well, some things we think we know what to push when we're supposed to push it. But no, in, in all honesty, guys, we'd love to have you on the show. Uh, like hearing about your recent wheeling tri- wheeling trip, or maybe some carnage that you suffered on your own Jeep. Everybody's got a Jeep story to tell. And uh, we'd like to hear yours. So let's get you on the show. Give us a call on our 24-7 voicemail line. A call at 530-675-4102. Let us know if you'd like to be on the show, and well, we'll get you on. Hey, man, you can't go wrong with uh, Facebook, uh, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, iTunes, YouTube, uh, the xjtalk.com website, xjtalkshow.com website, uh, wranglertalk.com. Gee, what am I missing? We're... We're even on uh, that uh, that thing you kids are using with the pictures. Uh, <laughs> I'm pulling up the blank. There, yeah, I, I guess in, indirectly Pinterest. Instagram, but there's another one. What's that other one uh, that has all the naked women on it? Uh, Craigslist? No. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, Tumblr. Uh, you won't you won't find us on chat roulette either guys but uh but nonetheless we encourage you guys to check out the websites and make sure you're telling a friend about the show that's how you spread the word it's how you guys can support us the best way possible we appreciate all the amazon support and everything but really turn somebody onto the show get them to start downloading some episodes we'd love the support thank you hey did you mention the hidden wounds xj I didn't mention the Hidden Wounds XJ, but you guys got to go check them out on Facebook as well. Go to HiddenWoundsXJ.com for the updates on the build. And guys, they need your support. Hidden Wounds XJ, uh, they got an XJ that they're building up. It's really for a great cause. Buy some stickers, get some t-shirts, help them out. Let's get that build going. So I was going to mention the t-shirts. Uh, I got an email today because uh, we bought a, a t-shirt, the XJ, one of those uh, Hidden Wounds XJ t-shirts. Red, of course. Excellent choice. Oh, and uh, uh, that uh, they got enough orders that the t-shirts are going to ship. You know, Ouch. where you have to sell like 20, you got to get people, yeah. To, yeah. like 20 people to purchase before the, they'll actually print. Well, I got an email saying they're going to print and the, the, the 23 bucks was deducted from my account. So should be seeing a t-shirt here pretty soon. Very good. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Have a great Jeep week. Because I think we're going to have a lot to say about it. I don't like it. Probably makes you want to have a beer. Not buying it. Tony and Josh show. Obviously, they're setting up for something epic. This summer, they are coming. You know, they don't care. They don't care if people get hurt. They are better than ever. I'm going to really go off on a very odd tangent here right now. Be prepared. How dare you? Seriously. Everything is about to change. You know, just go away. Tony and Josh. Tony and Josh. The Tony and Josh Show. The Tony and Josh Show. This summer.